You've reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Hey there, Screen Beans. Have you heard about Screen Snark? Rachel, this is an ad break. They aren't screen beans until they listen to the show. Fine. Potential screen beans. You like movies and TV shows, right? I mean, who doesn't? Screen Snark is a casual conversation about the movies and television shows that are shaping us as we live our everyday lives. That's right, Matt. We have a chat with at least one incredible guest every episode, hailing from all walks. We've interviewed chefs, writers, costumers, musicians, yoga teachers, comedians, burlesque dancers, folks in the film and TV industry, and more. We'd be delighted for you to join us every other Monday on the Certain POV Podcast Network. Or wherever you get your podcasts, fresh and tasty off the presses. What? But that's, no, that's not... Can I call them Screen Beans now? Fine. Screen Beans! So tune in and we'll see you at the movies or on a couch somewhere. Because you're a whole Screen Beans now. Welcome listeners, welcome JV Pickers, host Sway here, back with working together to bring you a playlist worth getting lost to by our collective brain trust. This week's theme is 90s hip hop. So grab your quarters, pick your dibs, Geekly Media presents Do Box Vertigo. We have a very special table around this episode. Oh, I'm so fucking excited. Please, everybody, please, 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 shut up. Welcome. T Dog. Yeah. He lives. Uh, the triumphant <laughs> return of T Dog. <laughs> oh, man, it's good to be back. I, uh, Keith, as a, as a, of course, as always, Keith uh, join us in the conversation as well. He is, he is here as here as well. Uh, buddy, how you been? I've missed you so much. Yeah. To T Dog, I missed you so much. Yeah, I miss you guys too, man. There was a whole lot of nights there in the hospital. I was like, man, I got to get back to the show. <laughs> I'm sure that you was know. the number one priority on your mind. Because <laughs> it was, man. I was sitting there and like nurses trying to hold me down. I was like fighting them off. I was like, no, get off I got music. Right. There was a couple uh, times I I was picking stuff for the playlist and I, I would say on the show, all right, this one's for T Dog because he's not here and he's the only person as old as me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> or like, like oh, I put man. NWA on and I was like, yeah, T Dog would have done this. Like, I think it was vulgar oh, yeah. lyrics and I put. Um, fuck, fuck the, the police. police. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, <laughs> <T-Dog would've done." laughs> indeed. And my stance has changed. Indeed, still fuck the police. It's uh, absolutely hasn't, hasn't changed in all the months I've been gone. <laughs> uh, no, every single time the would pull that, I would think about it for a second and be like, uh, T Dog's in the episode. I'd open my eyes and be like, oh, T Dog's not in the episode. But <laughs> thanks, for the sh- thanks for the shout out. Thanks for the pick. <laughs> uh, no, this is such a treat. Um, we try to make this a full full OG table for the sake of the mm-hmm. of the event. Uh, sadly, Crozen couldn't be here tonight, um, but this could be a, a rotating. Uh, we could come back to for this episode again. Uh, why not talk about more '90s hip hop? Yeah. Uh, so, and the reason why it's so special for uh, the new batch of listeners is that this is actually the first category we ever started kind of doing this, kind of throwing music around like together. Mm-hmm. In, in, in this kind of what I now call our collective brain trust, 90s hip hop was like our, the first category that we were just like, hey, 
give me two songs, give me two songs, give me two songs. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it started spawning every week. And it's like, cool. So this is very special that we have T-Dog after him being just like not being in the show for so long. So it's like, yes, we do have some sense of OG-ness <laughs> into the episode. Right, right. Uh, but before we get to all that, um, before we get to the sweet page, let's talk about some recommendations. Um, I have, we were gone for um, quite a while. Sorry for the late episode. And in this case, I have three weeks worth of music to talk about, but <laughs> it's actually not a long list because I actually needed the extra week to make it like my usual list. So <clears throat> here I go. Um, the only single to really shout out this uh, this week that came out this last week was uh, Little Bubblegum. I, ca- I called out Little Bubblegum a couple of while- a couple of weeks ago, a few months ago, on fuck, I already forgot the name of that song. But this one's called Love Last, and off the bat, it was and it really just like kind of came at me if I um, on my phone because it was a song that I think was kind of like dropped or not dropped, but like it was taken down and then re-uploaded because it had a it had an original cover art for the single. And again, with who I thought would be the girl rapper called Little Bubblegum. It makes sense, right? No. So it gets taken down and gets re-uploaded with a picture with um, the brunette from Save by the Bell, basically. And with like the logo, uh, Love Last, kind of saying, um, as like, Save by Kelly the Bell. Kapowski Kapowski here? Yes, Kapowski. Thank <laughs> okay. you, Kapowski. You dog are like, we're old enough, we got this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's Kapowski on the, on, the, on, the, on the cover art. So, hey, you should go listen to it. Just, just on, the, on that alone. Because yeah. he, he kind of sounds like my boy Snot, only not as sad or not, not, as, uh, not as depressed or not as like low. He, just, he has a little bit more of, a, of, a, of an upness to his voice. But a little bubblegum with Love Last. After that, there's an EP. I didn't think it was going to get so soon. But Atmosphere with Word, question mm-hmm. mark. Side B. I was listening. To, I was listening. To, I listened to side A, and I was waiting for side B. And again, I was gonna. And I did say um, I would give a proper review once I get once I got side B. But then I started digging into it, and apparently, he's releasing. He's, he's gonna have a new album called with word question mark, um, and it's, but instead of releasing singles, he's releasing like the his music in EP format. Um, so I'll come back act- actually to it once it's actually fully released. Um, then Nas had uh, King's Disease number two. Mm-hmm. It was good. I'm not. I'm not knocking it. I'm not saying it's bad. Mm-hmm. But I've been. Th- I guess all of 2021. And Keith, I think you were the one. That, you were the one that texted this on our chat. And I don't know what it was. And it kind of correlates to what you said. What, what you said in the text. But 2021 has given me this effect where whenever a new album gets released, I really want to listen to the last one that came out. Yep. Like Nas came out and all I wanted and all I've been listening to is the Isaiah Rashad, the house is burning album. Cause that album is so fucking good. <laughs> I'll be talking about that later. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so, so I have been trying to push myself to listen to, I did listen to the Nas. Like I think like I threw it on like three times. It is good, but every single time I'm like, Oh man. And then when I, when Isaiah Rashad album came out, I was only list- going back to the Vince Staples album. Um, so there was that, like all three albums are, are fantastic. Give them all a go. After that, what I got? Oh man, I, I skipped over an EP. I didn't do this in the right order. Anyway, um, new indie band called In the Morning with the U um, have At What Cost Deluxe EP. And these are kind of like, it's a re-release of the song At What Cost. And there's some like, not remixes or redone, reproduced uh, versions of At What Cost. And it is a cool band. Like, at least like you listen to the to the original song, to, to the studio version. And it is like that, that kind of like that, that femme front, uh, punk band that's it, it sounds awesome like i love the the clean vocals sound great 
And then the last track, it's a cover of Avril Lavigne's Complicated. And actually just it actually turned out really, really good. So give it a shot. It's called In the Morning with the with the U. So kind of sad. Um, and then jumping up to a great instrumental album. Man, I read my comics to this shit. And it took me, it just elevated my fucking reading experience. But Surge fuck motherfucking Tankian with cinematic series Illuminate. Bro, his piano work on this shit, magical. Like, uh, it's like we all want the next system of the, the system of down album that we're all just like fucking owed basically at this point. <laughs> but the man has just had the man has just been wanting to work on his own music for this this, this since he's gone solo. And this is the cool shit that he's been kind of like talking about that he's been screaming about like let me leave me alone let me do my thing this is that fucking thing like oh man definitely give it a go when you just need some like background noise some background music cinematic series illuminate by search tankian was really fucking dope um now to some new uh new and newer stuff the killers with pressure machine yes <laughs> i very much enjoyed this album only some i mean like i still I still prefer last year's album just because it is like the more like rock album, like more dancey one. The one they wish they could have toured on. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That one. But pressure machine. I was just entranced by Brandon flowers. His vocal work in this whole album was magnificent. Mm-hmm. Was really, really, I mean like the whole, like the whole band experience is, is really good too, but he really stood out on just like his vocal work. His lyricism was just really fucking good um the second song was just like the second like, i'm uh, i can't remember the i'm i'm up i can't pull it up right now but the second song he's doing such a springsteen style of like singing that it's just Called like quiet town. which one quiet town yes he does such a springsteen approach to this song that it's like people don't talk about fucking brandon and as, as as much as they should, as much as people yeah. should be talking about this fucking man, um, like oh, like oh, there's so many class, I mean, so many like people who are relevant now, like your Sam Smith and everybody like that. But people just don't. People just talk about the killers, but they don't emphasize on how fucking great Brandon Flowers is. Oof, and yeah, and this album was great. The I, I did go with the original one first, but then obviously it was all like the 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 talking tracks before the leading up to each each uh track mm-hmm. so then after a while i just start playing the abridged version so thankful i'm thankful i've actually uh released that version as well yeah it's um so i'll just save m- me talking about it later because i'm okay. also going to talk about it um it's very much sam's town compared to the other albums like mm-hmm. it's not it's not hot fuss it's sam's town yeah and if you really like sam's town that's for you i know a lot of people like the killers for hot fuss they want somebody told me they want, you know, all the songs they know, but I like their singer songwriter stuff quite a bit. So, oh, yeah, no, it, I really it, was enjoyed not, it. it was not a bad album. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, now, okay, I'm gonna skip these around so I can like, go into some into the transition. But one of my personal favorite bands, The Joy Formidable, came out with Into the Blue. And this one is a little bit more calmer, but they're still fucking rocking around. Like there's still there's like so much like awesome noise coming out of this like trio band. And I actually like that the bassist is actually approaching the mic more now instead of just have, having um, her singing uh, for throughout the whole album, which is still great. It's kind of why I'm here for the band. Um, but it, it was still it was it was still a good album. I I need to give it another another go. I probably will be talking about it again next week. Um, because then, yeah, let's go into my personal favorite 
album of the week, which was Death Haven. Death Haven with Infinite Granite. This was really fucking great. I, I fucking love. Um, I, I fucking love Dev Dev Haven. They, the kind. I mean, like post black metal. Like it, it's it's so extreme to call it metal when they're not, but not really hard rock. But okay, so this this album, it, it was more like black shoegazy, and this album was very much that. And like this really should have been a self titled by. It, it's basically like if Deftones and Sea Haven came together and made this album in particular. For Deaf Haven, but but it's by Deaf Haven. Oh man! And right now I have the song "The Gnashing" just like in my brain. It has such a good hook, like the way this guy just like the way this guy is just like comes in with like the chorus. Mm, I found like my my new favorite late night driving music is this fucking album. Like it's just it's just the noise I've been craving since. Because I mean I'm, I'm still rocking Mayor from Hard Here for the Sky, but I needed something new. I needed a, a new project. Oh god, I fucking love this one so goddamn much. So definitely Def Haven, uh, Infinite Granite, give that shit a go. And then lastly, uh, transitioning over, uh, Solar Power by Lord. Yes. <laughs> uh, it took me forever to, to listen to the singles, and in the end, I'm kind of happy that I I kind of waited to kind of uh, get my little samples, and then now the album is here. Because yeah, like we were a pre-show, we were talking about how this album is getting some mixed rap over some mixed rap over it being a little too happy for lord or it's not really her style whatever the fuck god forbid she smile <laughs> yeah god forbid she smiles <laughs> yeah um it's it's still a fucking lord album yeah it's slightly happier but every single underlining tone to most of the songs are still re- pretty fucking dark it i mean and so i love that it's still herself even though she's trying to cast a new light uh, uh on this album so yeah no props to her i i very much enjoyed it especially because i was expecting the happy album that everybody was saying but i'm like listening to it, i'm like are people actually listening like it's, <laughs> it's it's still there it's still all there um so yeah um those are basically all of my listen all, all of my all the shit that i listened to uh t-dog can you please tell our listeners what kind of music uh, you listen to? What kind of music you like? I know that you also make music. So if you kind of want to incorporate right. a little bit of that, speak a little bit about yourself and all your music endeavors. Well, and then to close and then cl- to close it off uh, with uh, anything that you've been listening to. So I am this, you know, show indefinitely is uh, actually 100% my, my category. Um, old school hip hop head started doing hip hop back in like the late eighties, early nineties, done it ever since. Um, you know, for those who may not know, because we're on a new network now, so a lot of your listeners may not have heard me before. So, T Dog, uh, I go by an MC name by the name of BBS Fresh. We make uh, Earthborn hip hop, and uh, yeah, man, hip hop has always been my one true love. Now, with that said, I love all music. The only music I can't really go down to is country. So, any country, uh, you know, song or episode we have is going to be my lacking uh, episode there. But uh, nothing against country. I mean, everything, everything, you know. I have love for every type of music, just the one type I don't really vibe on. Um, but yeah, man, everything I dig, I, I mean, I listen to everything growing up. I listen to oldies, um, you know, rock, uh, all the classic shit. Like, uh, you know, I, I was lucky to have a big Mexican family. So every, all of my cousins listen, listen to something different. Uh, so my parents listen to like, you know, gangster oldies and my uncles listen to like uh, classic rock. 
uh, you know, my grandparents listen to nothing but, you know, uh, Norteño, you know, rancha music, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, so I listened to everything growing up and I, you know, love it all. Um, as far as what I've been listening to, man, um, I'm going to touch on the Nas album too, man. He had a new song featuring Lauren Hill. And uh, oh, yeah. for those of you who don't know, if you get Lauren Hill to feature on any song now, <laughs> you might as well just be Jesus. Might as well be Jesus featuring Lauren Hill because that shit was <laughs> dope. Uh, yeah, man, just, you know, Nas at his best. Lauren Hill still, you know, hasn't put out an album in like 20 years and still like she's fucking amazing, man. She can't be touched. Um, also, you're fucking lucky if you got her to come out to do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you get Lauren Hill to like even come to your state, then you you got some clout. <laughs> So Nas got Lauren Hill on the album. So for those of you who don't know, man, that's a big deal. So hopefully they got some young cats listening out there that realize how big of a deal it is that Nas got Lauren on a track. Uh, but that's pretty much the new stuff I've been listening to. I've been kind of in a weird space lately because those of you who don't know, I've been in the hospital the last few months. Um, so I really haven't heard anything new because uh, I feel like I was doing time, to be honest with you. It was like uh, when you're locked up and, uh, you know, you're in the yard just, you know, doing uh, all types of sit-ups and, you know, a bunch of uh, cardio working on the yard, trying to get raped. It's pretty much what the what being in the hospital was like. Just <laughs> me avoid not getting raped for, for months on end. So. Gotta watch out for those nurses. Hey, same, you know? man. They're, they're sneaky. <laughs> they have all the drugs, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, next thing you know, you you drop, you pick something up, you know, you bend over. <laughs> oh, like, oh, man, let me, what, let me get my scarf. And next thing you know, no. That, that's, that's, what what happens, open. that's what I'm saying. So they're open in the back. It's yeah. like, Okay. Have, have you have been bathed by a man uh, <laughs> while you're in a wheelchair, but uh, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, T Doc, I fucking missed having you on the show <laughs> so goddamn much. I, fucking missed I was like, too, man. I'm like, are we are we taking this bit a little too far? <laughs> oh, yeah. on, the in, on the inside, I'm like, but this feels right. This feels right. like oh, right. like, I wish I could hug you, T Dog. Far as I have to shit out all you men. Oh my gosh. Okay. And Keith, what have you been listening to since the last episode? I'm going to touch on three albums, really. Um, yes, Lord, I'll give my opinion. I I enjoyed it. It's it's a good easy listen. Mm-hmm. I like her voice. It's very much an album I would listen to while laying on the beach, mm-hmm. not surfing, which we all yeah. know is a different genre entirely for me. <laughs> right. Um, right. but it's definitely a chill on the beach kind of album. So I, I really liked it. Um. Obviously, the single Solar Power, I love her vocals when she's just singing Solar Power over and over. The layers they put on it, it's just, it's just gorgeous. I absolutely mm-hmm. love that. So, um, I also listened to the Isaiah Rashad album. Yeah. Yeah, that's a just a good-ass hip-hop album. <laughs> Bro, the, fu- the fucking song Headshots, oh, yeah. I can't get over that song. It's probably one of my new favorite songs. I, I think it's arguably top three songs of like the year for me it's just so and the music video to that one ooh, sorry but go ahead <laughs> no it's just good shit it's just good i mean i don't have much to say about it i really enjoyed listening to it is what i'll say so mm-hmm. um the other one i want to talk about that um you didn't bring up at all and me and uh our co-host daniel talked about this a little bit fat boy slim came out with a new album oh i totally glossed over that one that's right oh please tell me about it it's called everybody loves a mixtape volume one welcome home oh and it's just a bunch of mixes he did and um the one that jumps out of me is a song i didn't really like i i don't like lizzo very much oh okay Mm -hmm. and so it's it's a a mix up with uh juice by lizzo and pinky by was it Papa Marlin, I can't remember, but it's it's actually really cool. I I really dug it, but yeah, it's a bunch of like it it literally it, and it's 
it's seamless transition between tracks. So you could go to a club, go up to the DJ booth, press play, and everyone <laughs> would be dancing for like an hour and some. Okay. So like it's very, very smooth transition between tracks and it's just it's a lot of fun. I mean, I know Daniel's our, you know, more techno dance club, dance music person. So mm-hmm. yeah. I put him onto it and uh, I'm going to see what he thinks about it. But yeah, I, I thought that was a really interesting one to listen to. So um, the only other thing I want to give a shout out is uh, rest in peace to one of the most underrated singer songwriters in music, which is Tom T. Hall. Hmm. Um, he's an old school country singer and he did pass away. It didn't make very big news, but a lot of people I know that listen to old school country, uh, they, they were all freaking out about it. Um, Tom T. Hall's amazing. Um, he is mostly known nowadays as the guy who did That's How I Got to Memphis, okay. which is a really, really good song. And the lyrics are just incredible. A lot of people know it because it was featured on the last episode of The Newsroom, and uh, mm. which is one of my, which is probably my favorite show of all time, actually. Um, and it's just, you know, it's just this sweet song. And it's, you know, if you love somebody, you know, if you go wherever she goes, that's how I got to Memphis. That's how I got to Memphis. Like, it's just as simple as it gets, you know, and like, it's just, it's so good. Like, I love it. So, yeah, rest in peace to him. That's just, yeah, yeah. that was a brutal one because as a songwriter, especially because I tend to like the covers of his songs more than his versions, but they're mm-hmm. his songs. So, <laughs> but yeah, I uh, wanted to wrap it up with that. So Nice. No, that's, that's a good closer. Yeah, definitely a lot of good recommendations out there. Like, it's really kind. Of, I, I, whenever I come back to the, to listening to, it, I'm like, okay, let me take a fucking. I put I always put a pause so since I've I recorded, so I don't really have to like go through the whole thing. Obviously, I'm going to finish it, but <laughs> I do consider some recommendations, which is why I do love this first segment. But now it's time to add shoo, the new page to the jukebox. '90s hip hop, which I definitely want to come back to around again because I actually had too many too many picks this time around, mm. uh, which I usually never do. I usually kind of have my set and then my extra just in case. I'm pretty sad that you guys aren't going to take them. But in this case, fuck, this is a big one. I was just a child during the 90s. Mm-hmm. So I only had my radio and even then like the audio edit picks that, that would be allowed to be, be played around me, around the car, or sometimes it would be slip. We would go to El Golfo. So when we go to El Golfo, anything, anything goes, anything will be played. So right. I'd, I, I kind of get into those jams then there. Uh, but I mean, like, it's not like I could go and be like, I need to go listen to uh, Ready to Die by Biggie. You know, like, I, I didn't know that. I didn't, didn't have that getting down to, I mean, hopefully no spoilers or um, spoilers, but like mm. suicidal thoughts or like fucking warning wasn't like a fucking set thing in my brain to be like, that's a dope song. I've got to go listen to. It was just wasn't a thing for me. So, mm. For you guys, you guys were for sure like actually like kids or kids or like registering, getting getting into music for uh, this this side of hip hop. So how was it exploring getting to know like this is my shit, this is my music to go to, like T Dog? Okay, so some of this is gonna have to be prefaced as, as far as like where we grew up. So I grew up here in Yuma. Yeah. And so for those you don't know, for those in the uh, you know podcast radio land, uh, Yuma had nothing. Like literally when you know in the nineties when, you know, all this stuff was coming out, you couldn't buy it anywhere. There was one music store here, uh, that I think it was Bebop. Is that what it was called back in the, I can't remember. It was Bebop's and then what? DNH. No, DNH wasn't around then either. Oof. Okay. Yeah. This is before that. So they had Bebop and then this before Hastings was here and all that other stuff. So like we had, if you had to go, you know, find a record or whatever this back when the the shit was still on tapes. 
So if you had to mm-hmm. buy a new tape, you went down there and then maybe they had it, maybe they didn't. So my lifeline um, before all this happened was literally your MTV raps. So before, if you remember before this came out, before MTV was actually all about, you know, when I actually showed music videos, um, all day was rock, rock and like pop and top 40 and stuff. And then for one hour, every Friday at midnight, they had your MTV raps. And as a kid, I would go and I would sit there and I would get my boombox and buy a fresh tape at the store or steal a fresh tape and, you know, <laughs> sit there and uh, put my boombox up to the TV. And I recorded your MTV raps and just like had to pause it while they had commercials on or whatever. So it was me Amazing. holding a boombox up to, you know, the, the TV recording this. And this is how I got exposed to everything. And back in the day, man, like every episode of your MTV raps was a new shit. Like this was back when like you, you had a, you know, uh, I'll, I'll use Biggie as an example. So mm-hmm. Biggie's first album came out and, you know, nowadays you have a, you know, a top 40 show. It's going to be the same artist every week or whatever. And then a few new sprinkles in there. Back then you have, you know, a, the brand new episode of MTV raps and there would maybe be like one track by whoever was popular and then 20 other songs by people you had no idea who they were. So then, and this before there was, you know, internet too. So I'm taking you way back. So if there was new artists I had to learn about, like, you know, somebody came on that I never heard of before. I literally had to go to the library and <laughs> try to use the resources I found there to try to find information about these people, you know? So awesome. it was one of those things where it's the first passion I ever had other than like comics was mm-hmm. this, this, cause like I couldn't get anywhere here. You like, you know, I remember listening to this stuff, made me an outcast back in the day because you know, my parents didn't understand it. Nobody understood what you were listening to. If you went out and you listened to this type of music in public, you were actually thought of as, you know, a gangster. And I, right. had, you know, you know, I was maybe like 10 at the time or whatever, and literally had cops pulling over to like harass me about the music that I was listening to on my boombox or whatever when I was outside, you know? Uh, so it was like, a, it was like what I would picture punk music was, you know, to that new set of kids who would have first heard it. Like he was Absolutely. like, no, this is my, my statement of rebellion. Like, this is who I am fuck society you know this is what it is you know and I yeah man. so this is like this is like how i got started with that and that kind of like shaped everything i did throughout my life really uh, just kind of like that mindset and learning about the culture kind of influenced everything i did now and like even to this day like if it wasn't for hip-hop i wouldn't have a son uh like all the friends i have and all you know all my relationships and every meaningful relationship i have stem from hip-hop more or another like even you guys i met because you know, I, I met Jesse and, you know, right. I met Jesse because of the music, you know, that we listen to or whatever. And that's just one thing we bonded on. If I hadn't met him, if I didn't listen to the music, we wouldn't have that thing to bond on. I wouldn't have met you guys. I wouldn't have a son if I hadn't, you know, met his mother through, you know, music or whatever. So yeah, I owe everything to hip hop, man. It's one of the, the great loves of my life. I fucking love that, dude. <laughs> love that so goddamn much. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Keith, how was hip hop? How's the 90s hip hop slash rap for you? So I was actually not really into hip hop in the 90s. I really mm-hmm. hit, honestly, about 2001 is when I really started listening to hip hop. So okay. just missed the 90s. But in the 90s, there was a certain amount of unavoidable hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that, w- we talk about that's that's considered the golden era of mm-hmm. hip hop, is, is, you know, the late 80s throughout the 90s. That's the golden era. So it's kind of like, you know, there's certain songs I couldn't avoid, and I've definitely gone back retrospectively and appreciated them. Um, you know, and listened to a lot. 
Um, I have my tendencies when it comes to 90s hip-hop, which you guys are probably aware of from previous shows we've done together, which will be addressed in my playlist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I it was it really was the first time it became mainstream. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like it was on Total Request Live and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it was like if you told someone not thirty years before that, seven years before that, it would oh, yeah. be unthinkable. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so it's just kind of interesting how quickly hip hop evolved over one decade, and that's one of the reasons I really liked this category. Was like, I mean. We started off with shit like Vanilla Ice. <laughs> and look what we got too. You know what I mean? Like, that's insane to me. So, it's just fascinating. It's a really fascinating time in music. So, and there's so much there. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I cannot wait to start. Let, let's just let's just start sharing. <laughs> uh, so, I organized mine uh, based on release dates. So, hopefully you guys don't take mine because then they'll... Oh, I'm totally taking yours. <laughs> You're ruining my you're ruining my flow here. So for my first one, I'm starting out in taking it back to '93 to '93 till infinity, baby. <laughs> Souls of Mischief. '93 till infinity is a great goddamn fucking song. That whole album is fucking great, but just the beat to that alone, like that scratch, like god damn it, it just it just takes me back i you, i just have this overwhelming like sensation of nostalgia just by that beat alone um and fun fact that album was actually released on the day my sister was born on september 28 1993 uh so i was, I was actually pretty dope i don't know if, i don't know if she knows that i should let her know probably buy her the the record and then give it to her but then i'm gonna want to keep i'll buy two records so i can have one and then she can have the other one as a gift uh but this fucking song just rules um I, I just love when it's like a good flow of like in the sense of hip hop when it's like like a group when it was, it was a group and like they're posse and like they're just like it's not just like the verse that's getting like the chorus next guy I love it when they just like when it's just done and the other one just takes it over I love a good uh, rap flow from one MC to another um, so that's my first one Souls of Mischief uh, with 93 Stone Infinity T-Dog where do you take it from there? So my pick is actually going to be right in the year wheel base too, man, because this is going to be a group that was actually homies with uh, Souls of Mischief, and that's going nice. to be the far side passing me by. Uh, so they were part of the same crew, uh, Delicious Vinyl crew back in the 93 era, um, you know, from uh, I think Northern Cali is where they, they hail from, whatever. But Pass Me By is one of those tracks that, you know, is just 100% always going to be like the soundtrack of my my, you know, childhood. Uh, really dope track, and you know if you haven't heard of it, uh, starts off with a really cool uh, sample. Actually, you know, a whole bunch of good samples, but starts off with a uh, Jimi Hendrix sample, and then goes into a sample from uh, God, who the hell was it? Ah, I can't think of the name. It'll come to me later. It doesn't matter. But <laughs> yeah, it's one of those tracks that you know the whole crew is in there, and if you listen to the song now, it's just one of those songs that whenever it comes on, one hundred percent, you always got to be in a good mood. Now, I don't care what happened or you know. Or to have a bad mood you're in. If Pass Me By comes on, everything stops, and you groove with whoever's next to you, and you know everything's right with the world. That's one of those tracks. So, yeah, Ooh, I love it because that's exactly what I feel from Nathan to Infinity. Yeah, so it'll exactly. be a a little good flow into that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Awesome, Keith. What's your first pick? My first pick is entirely based on being first on the fact I don't want you to steal it. 
<laughs> it's mine. <laughs> okay. Miss, Missy Elliott. I oh, got, okay. Got to get my girl Missy on this. Thank you. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm going to go cliche as fuck, but I don't care because it's a fucking banger. I'm going to go with The Rain. That song is fucking amazing. The yeah. Super Duper Fly song. I love that song. <laughs> so um, the sample's great. The video is insanity. It's just awesome. I love that song. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a lot to say. Um, one thing I've talked about a lot, this is almost like my catchphrase at this point, 90s were the best time to be a female hip-hop artist, except for maybe right now. You yeah. Know, because yeah. we got Megan and Cardi, and you know, so. Mm-hmm. But, and Missy was different than all of them. Oh, yeah. And the queen of them all. There's no disputing that to me. So, yeah, Missy Elliott, The Rain. Rain fuck yes, cool. My second pick. This will be my re- my my one repeatsies because we only had two last time. So, it, how could I not? It has God one of my favorite songs of all time. Steve Biko, Tribe Called Quest. Mm-hmm. Those trumpets, and then again, it has to be with the DJing, and it just and the MCs just have to be perfectly almost like in sync. Like, ready to just, like, take the baton over, pass it over. I fucking love that. Again, one of those that's not really, that there's really no chorus to it. It's just more like this little repetition, like the the represent, represent, zent, zent. Like, how they repeat that over and over is, like, the the hook of the song. But they, they each get their own set of verses, and they're just, like, they're literally talking to each other. It's, like, one presents his, and it's literally what... The other person is just like, it's replying back, not clapping back. They're just replying back. But I love that that's really just more of a conversation that they're having. I just love all that wordplay. It's just like, it's what makes it, like hip hop so goddamn fucking cool. Uh, Steve Baker is forever one of those great fucking songs. Truck Home oh, yeah. Quest, uh, also from 93. So I have two in the early and then two for the later 90s. Uh, so T Dog, what's your number two? So my next one is going to be for one of my all time favorite artists. And it's uh, most deaf, but it's not going to be for any of his albums. It's going to be from uh, an album that he was on by uh, DJ Honda, which was a Japanese D- uh, DJ back in the day. And the song is Traveling Man. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it, but it's one of those ones that have like one of the best hooks ever. The song is basically talking about, you know, his life as a traveling MC. Like, you know, you got to get up, travel all the time, do all these shows just to, you know, barely scrape by and like how, you know, his wife is pissed off at him all the time and, yeah, it's a really great song. It's called Traveling Man and has one of my favorite hooks of all time. If you ever get a chance to listen to it, I'm sure everybody listening to the show is the whole reason you're listening anyway. Uh, yeah. DJ Honda featuring Most Deaths, Traveling Man, one of the greatest hip-hop songs of all time. I believe it came out back in like 98. And just nice. one of those songs you can listen to and just always put you in a good mood. I, I love this. It's one rounds. I was like, nothing but happy music here. Right. Unless... Right. Unless, unless some of these picks might change it around. <laughs> we'll see. Keith, what is your second pick? Um, well, T Dog just stole most deaf. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, he stole DJ Honda. Yeah, yeah, but technically, uh, DJ Honda song. I, I have a most deaf song in my back pocket if I need it. So <laughs> okay, um, I'm gonna move up my number three to number two, and that is for the recently departed Ooh. DMX. Ah, mm. uh, um. And then there was X was the first rap album I ever had. Uh-huh. Nice. I love that album. And I'm going to go with What These Bitches Want because I fucking <laughs> love that song. Like, it's so good. It's so ridiculous. Like, 
this album, I just remember, like, imagine this being your first real interaction with hip hop. Mm-hmm. Is this fucking album? <laughs> like, it's just <laughs> screaming and dogs barking and praying. And I was like, what in the fuck am I listening to? But I just, I fell in love with that album. It's so fucking good. So, yeah, what these bitches want. I just love that song. It's so good. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> no, no, it's, all, it's fucking great. It's hip hop, baby. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to be my number two pick. Awesome. Awesome. Now, going into closing rounds. My second pick is from 1996. We got, we got two more picks, right? Oh, I know. I said closing rounds. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> like, you scared me. <laughs> uh, my, my third pick is from 1996. And it's from this beautiful little question. It's, what if hip-hop was a band? I'm going with The Roots. Mm-hmm. And I'm picking what they do. <laughs> What they do is such a ah, cool a fucking song. song, such a great fucking song, a classic. Like, oh, they, uh, the roots, baby. It's the fucking roots. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and this is just such a smooth song. Like you can just, it, it, there's no other word for it. It's just, it just goes down so fucking smooth. Um, yeah, it's just the roots. They're just, they're just so fucking cool. So what they do by the roots from '96. From there, Illadelph Half Life. Mm-hmm. so album so yeah uh t-dog what is your number three so my number three is gonna be one of my all-time favorite songs and i had a hard time you know i kind of narrowed this down because i had like 40 songs to pick from um but i'm gonna go with a song that is always gonna be in my playlist i don't care what happens and a song that is absolutely 100 percent going to be the song that everybody jazzes to if it comes on i don't care how old you are whether you're you know, old lady, young child, infant, uh, you know, very old uncle with one leg. Uh, and that's going to be. Yeah, pause and make, make more exciting. Did I say that? <laughs> <I was> like... <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be sure. <laughs> that's going to be Sir Mix a lot. Baby got back. Absolutely. I'm worried that you stole one another one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to go a little deeper in that, but I was like, you know what? There was one time, and I'm going to tell you a story, when I was uh, living in Phoenix, I was walking downtown, and I was a grown adult at the time. You know, I had, a, you know, somebody I was dating at the time, you know, I lived on my own, had my own apartment or whatever, and we were walking, you know, across the street to, like, get to, like, uh, some restaurant or something, and there was a car at the uh, the stop sign that was literally playing Baby Got Back, and I stopped in the middle of the crosswalk just to drop it in front of this car, and instead of honking to get me out of their way, they got out the car, started dancing with me. And yes. everybody around us just like, you know, started losing their minds because that's how good the song is. And I challenge anybody <laughs> to be anywhere in public and have that song come on and not want to shake your ass. <laughs> I don't care who you are. You can't, it can't happen. If you, don't, that, if you don't shake your ass and that song comes on, then you're dead inside. <laughs> and that beautiful people, new listeners is why I missed this man so much. There's so many story times <laughs> I've time. missed from, from this man. <laughs> and that is one of my favorite ones. Cause fuck yeah, this man, this man mm-hmm. has an infectious mood to just make you want to dance. And I cannot wait to be around that aura, uh, uh, man, <laughs> Dude, buddy. Be, I fucking love you. I love you too, man. There'll be a lot of booty clapping going on. Yes. And uh, a whole lot of handstands is all I'm saying. Fuck yeah. Awesome. Uh, okay, uh, Keith, your third pick. Uh, I'm going to pick one that I'm really glad T-Dog didn't pick because I was genuinely <laughs> worried this was going to happen. Before the show started, I was worried T-Dog was going to take this one from me because <laughs> I know how much he appreciates this group. 
Um, arguably the most influential group in the 90s hip hop besides NWA, mm-hmm. the Fugees. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to yes. go with Ready or Not. I fucking oh, love that. Good one. Yes. It's so fucking good. Um, we've talked about them on the show before and how it's such a shame we got so little from the group itself. Mm-hmm. But they, yeah. all, they all went on and were badasses on their own. So it doesn't <laughs> yeah. really matter. So, but yeah, that song is just fucking great. It's just, and Lauren Hill's voice, man. Yeah. It's just incredible. Like she's, she's so fucking talented. <laughs> like, so yeah. She is, man. Um, she's one of those like ridiculous talents that you just like sit there and get pissed off that how, how talented <laughs> she is. I'm like, exactly, fuck, there's a good yeah. song. God damn it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So that's going to be my, um, that's going to be my pick. Yeah. Ready or not nice. by the Fuji's. Excellent. Nice. All right. Now getting down to the last ones, the last songs. Okay. Wait, just making sure it's not a part of this one. Cause I knew it wasn't, I knew, I knew it was a big deal. I knew it was a big deal when it got, when it got re-released. So my song is only going to be found as a 2021 release, but it's because it's been a long time coming for the song to be out. And yeah, maybe I did pick on uh, my other picks were a little too happy on purpose, on purpose, so I can get to this very uh, dreadful, sad song that I fucking love. Though it's a great fucking song. My last song is um, "God's Bathroom Floor" by Atmosphere. Mm, if you have not heard this, it's a great fucking song, dude. Yeah. Uh, the song is the song is about overdose without even without even being like just obvious about it it's just like if you just if you're listening to it and how he sets and how slug is setting it up you're just like yo what the fuck where where are we at is the question and you're at god's bathroom floor over some silly mistake and this song and so on the re-release i'm I'm just i'm I'm literally gonna rant for a second as i decide what i'm gonna go with because when you find the single on the the re-release on the on the finally released it's uh there's a regular one and then the live version and it's so funny. You listen to the live version, and it's um, I can't, I can't hear what's what what's thrown out. But then, because uh, people are throwing out requests, right? And Slug goes, um, "Yo, somebody just said a song, only uh, a song, um, only it's not. Uh, I'm gonna take you guys. It's like it's not ten years old. It's not twelve years old. The song is old enough to have to fucking have children. Um, only he didn't call it that. If we're gonna if we're gonna do this right, we're gonna call it by the old name, with by the its original name." And it's it's a uh, God's bathroom floor, and it sounds like this. And I'm like, when the fuck did the song name change? I've only known it as God's bathroom floor, <laughs> so it's so it's fucking dope. So this song did eventually get released. So it's, that's the thing; it eventually did get released, but it but even then on streaming services, it was never actually released because it's a 1990. Technically, it's 1997 is when he made it and would, mm-hmm. would perform it, and it was actually on the original um, Overcast. But when you get your Overcast, on uh, like your Atmosphere Overcast album on your streaming services, it's not on there. Um, unless it's actually one of the fucking new names. But that doesn't make any sense either. Um, so then it was actually released on the on one of his Sad Clown Bad Dubs on his number seven mm-hmm. in, 2000, in 2003. But then it's like, honestly, anything after, was it eight? The next one, eight or nine, wherever Sunshine is on, anything before that, you, like nobody, like, the streaming services don't give a fuck about adding those because they just care about sunshine and forward. Um, so coming into my rant, like, do I, cause I, cause the fucking live version is so good. Like that, that one that comes back in that, and that double single is so good, especially how he sets it up and how old the song is. And then how he's just like, has this like cool natural flow to him now after singing it for like for so many decades. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but then you come back to the to the studio, the original, and that that jazzy. Mm, it just, it's it's just so good. So yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, we're gonna go with the we're we're going with the studio version. We're going with the original one. I highly encourage everybody to listen to um the the that live one right afterwards because again, he just has like this natural flow to him that he's able to, to adapt now after doing it for so many years. Um, oh, yeah. but yeah, God's bathroom floor, the original by atmosphere. It's just one of my fucking favorite songs of all time. I know I've said this like twice now, but this one for sure. I, I just love Atmosphere so goddamn much. Um, so, yeah, that's my final pick. Oof. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. T-Dog, what's your last pick? So my last pick, I was kind of, go, you know, depending on what to go with. Do I go with my favorite song of all time or do I go with another song? So I decided to go with my favorite song of all time uh, in case right, my nice. last, you know, my last podcast ever. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen to T-Dog? But. So, don't say that. <laughs> you're gonna be back. You're gonna be back. <laughs> so, my favorite song of all time is by Pete Rock and Seal Smooth, which came out in 1993 called They Reminisce Over You. And it's just one of those tracks that uh, has a really cool, like, horn sample and was everything that was good about 90s hip hop. And this song is actually what made me want to do music because before this, oh, nice. you know. Being a, a Mexican kid growing up in Arizona, hip hop to me before I heard the song was cholo rap, which was just like, you know, all these sampled with guys talking about their hannas over like a really simplistic beat or flow, or whatever. And uh, this song changed everything. I didn't know hip hop could be like this till I heard this song and it, you know, blew my little mind away. So it's all time going to be my favorite song. So Pete Rock, Seal Smooth, they reminisce over you, uh, or as it's called sometimes, just T-R-O-Y for Trouble T-Roy, which is their homie that, that passed away, which is who we dedicate the song to. Uh, so yeah, Pete Rock, Seal Smooth, they reminisce over you. Greatest hip-hop song of all time. Fuck yeah, dude. Definitely want to check this one out. Mm-hmm. All right. And Keith, how are you going to close out the page this time? Uh, as always, I do my honorable mentions before the big reveal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Basically every most F song ever. <laughs> yep. um, the one I had on my list was Do It Now, the one featuring Buster Rhymes from Black on Both Sides. Oh, yeah. Because um, I wanted to get Bust on here, too. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get the double. Um, mm-hmm. I want to give uh, honorable mention to a band that missed out because it was early 2000s. But I, mm. we've ne- I don't think we've ever talked about this band on the show, and I wanted to give them a shout out. Nappy Roots oh, yeah. is such a weird hip-hop group, and I really dig them. And I remember all Naw being everywhere for mm-hmm. a year. And just, I never got sick of that song, which was really cool. So, um, also, honorable mentions to Eve and Lil' Kim. I yeah. couldn't decide on a song. That was all it was. So, and also, Eve's best stuff is right in the early 2000s. Yeah. So yeah. I'm actually happy you went with uh, Missy Elliott. Yeah. That, that was my, by the way, what I hinted at earlier. My tendency with 90s hip-hop is I, I go very female when it comes to 90s hip-hop. We had some so. of the best female hip-hop of all time in the 90s, man, so I get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Miss Education of Lauryn Hill came out in 98. Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, so my pick is actually something I picked last time, and it was the first time we realized it wasn't on streaming services and had to do a replacement. <laughs> okay. But it is on streaming services now. Nice. And... It's one of my favorite, like, straight-up gangster rap songs of all time. Natural Born Killers by Dr. Dre with Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. I love that fucking song. The hook Great is song. so fucking good. Like, and the video is amazing. Them sitting on those thrones just fucking, like, oh my god, they just tear into it. I fucking love that song. 
Yeah. It's so good. And the beat is fucking hard. It's so good. Like, <laughs> dude, like, and it's just, it's gangster rap personified. Like, mm-hmm. like if you had a big vat of gangster rap and you boiled it for 16 hours, that's right. the song you come back with. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's that thick. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just fucking love that song. It's so good. So, yeah. Plus, again, as a wrestling fan, that's the song that New Jack came out to, came out to in ECW. Mm. And the whole bit with New Jack was he'd come out and they'd just play music the entire time he's out. They would never shut it off. <laughs> so he'd come out, and that's when kills would be playing while he's just using a staple gun on people and, you know, just, <laughs> just stab people with forks. And that's playing in the background. It's just fucking great. I always think of that when I hear that song. So, yeah, that's how I'm going to wrap it up. Nice. Uh, T Dog, do you have any honorable mentions that didn't make the cut? I had like 40, so I don't know if you want me to go through <laughs> them all right now. Um, well, we are uh, we are going to come back to this. Yeah, yeah. So I think so. I would just save those for like whenever our next episode of this is, nice. and uh, give it there. But like, just some groups. I mean, obviously, all of uh, the you know, uh, so many in the nineties. So I mean, we didn't have any gangster in here. Gangster got to be mentioned. Um, no, De La Soul. They got to be up here sometime too. So oh, there's yeah, gonna be yeah. another episode of this, and there's gonna be a whole lot of stuff on that on that new episode. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. These these twelve picks do not encapsulate the nineties hip hop. We have to come back for more. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like uh my, my one honorable mention, yeah, because for sure I should probably should, should save some of my surprises for later, but one I have to throw out is um mm-hmm. the crossroads, Bone Thugs in Harmony. <laughs> yeah. Have to. That one, have yeah. To. Do you have any death row oh, in yeah. here? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that one barely really copy being ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Fucking cool. All right. So that wraps it up for the jukebox portion. Normally we would be stoked on jumping into the new releases, but we are recording a little bit late. But we've been kind of catching uh, those bye weeks. So, Keith, what's going to ha- what's gonna uh, come out later this week, actually, now? I'm looking, and I'm not seeing a lot jumping out of me right away. But um, I, I think we're finally getting the Kanye album. No. Oh. Okay, and if don't we care. don't, I'm done with it. And I'm not going to listen to it. If he does it again, <laughs> I'm just not going to listen to it. Um, we also got the Demon Slayer, I guess, soundtrack. Oh, okay, cool. So that that jumped out at me. I was like, oh, weird. Um, let's see. Oh, the new Halsey album. I'll have to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Churches has a new album. Okay. One Republic. Um, I don't really see much else. Um, it, it, like you said, it's a small week for us because it's only going to be one week worth. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, did you see anything? Um, no, because I, I usually just kind of when it refreshes as it's uh, putting everything new, so it, it doesn't really look uh, look ahead for me that much. Yeah, but it's not good. I kind of like the surprises anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, Casey Musgraves, but mm-hmm. she's like the only decent country sing- country female singer at this point. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> I don't know when it's coming out, but we're getting a new Ed Sheeran album soon. Which mm-hmm. I love Ed Sheeran. I know that's like a joke, but I do enjoy, genuinely enjoy <laughs> Ed Sheeran. Um, yeah, that's all I'm really seeing. Okay. Um, so, uh, to prep for the next week, what, what's, what's going to be the episode next week? What do we have lined up? All right. Next week, we have one of our more complex ones that we Ooh. always have little discussions about. Yes. Solo projects. Ooh, okay. 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 So the rules are artists from group projects that did a solo project. 
there can be other people in the project, but it has to be their name as this, this the project. So right, right. Mm-hmm. So Nora or Nora Jones would count because she's always been a solo, basically. Right. Dave Matthews right. band wouldn't count because it's not called Dave Matthews; it's called Dave Matthews band. <laughs> so you know what I mean, like little things like that. So yeah, literally, someone like Paul McCartney would count. Wings would not count because that's a band. You know what I mean? So what? What about the? Okay, I'll, I'll give you two examples. Um, Joan Jett, Joan Jett, the Heartbreakers, Tom Petty, Tom Petty, and the Heartbreakers. Uh, if and the Heartbreakers, they're a band. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um, but it does not have to be a permanent breakup. Okay. Oh, you know, for it, sure. It can just be a side project, like Chris Cornell. Just, just songs from solo. their solo projects. Exactly. So. Yeah. Cool. Ooh. Okay. Nice. Gotta start brewing, brewing up. Uh, who's gonna be on there for me? Ooh. Okay. I'm already thinking of some. No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, wrapping it up here. Yeah. That concludes this episode of Jukebox of Vertigo. Thank you to the co-host for your great picks. T-Dog, any inserts, plugs, shout-outs you want, you want to throw out? I uh, just want to say shout-out to the human race, man. I'm glad to still be a part of it. Glad to be here with you guys. Me too. Hell yeah. <laughs> Me too. I'm so fucking happy. And I'm like <laughs> smiling so I don't start tearing up over, over your dreadfulness and your happiness because I fucking love you, dude, so much. <laughs> I missed this. I missed you so yeah. goddamn much. Oh, I love you guys. It's really man. sick of me. <laughs> and uh, Keith, any <laughs> plugs or shout-outs? Yeah, uh, so you can uh, find me at WHI Podcast Keith on Twitter. That is a reference to our other show, We Have Issues, where we review all the newest comic books that came, come out every week. Look forward to this next episode, where I might set the record for most comic books ever purchased by a single human being. Because we <laughs> looked at the list, and it's going to be bad. Um, yeah, so you can find the show at WHI Podcast on Twitter, and you can find our producer, Liz, who I can tease you a little bit might be making her first jukebox vertigo appearance in a couple weeks yes and and it's gonna be chaos (laughs) liz brings chaos everywhere she goes so um, so i'm looking forward to that i've already told Josue, you've asked for this this is you (laughs) this is on you i didn't know until i didn't know how bad it was until a different song was suggested after I had agreed with it. And I'm like, no, that's not in the essence of the show. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm excited. You can find her, our producer Liz at WHI podcast, Liz on Twitter. Nice. And thank you. Oh yes. Shout out to Liz. Shout out to Liz. I thank Liz forever. (laughs) Yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you to the listeners for your continued support on this musical sharing ride. You can follow this show at jukebox vertigo on Twitter and me as well on Twitter at Josue Reeves Josue and follow Kikili uh, Media for all geek shows adjacent. Um, and yeah, coming back to Jukebox Vertigo, <laughs> where a public playlist will be updated and shared weekly, as well as a short playlist to go with every new episode with our picks. Now let loose with your jams and geek out. This concludes our broadcast. Peace.